Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. I'm Rev Briz. This is Rev Z. And together we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Today is episode number 12, and we're so grateful to be with you. We're trying something a little different here today. Rather than the safety of a pre-recorded podcast and the ability to edit and change things and move things around and clean up what we say, we're going live and we'll be sure to share the audio on the podcast page. We're testing whether we want to take this program live or not. So thank you for being with us. Episode number 12. If this is your first time with us, this is an opportunity for Rev Z and I to get together and chat and share and take a look at what's going on in the world from a spiritual perspective, from a perspective of relying on the principles of the science of mind and new thought to guide us and lead us through our day and and through all that we're doing. And uh, we get to some pretty interesting places. So please take a listen to some of the back episodes. Last week we were talking with a dear friend, Reverend Jim Lockhart, about defunding the police. Uh, And for the past few weeks, we've been on various aspects of the topic of race relations in America uh, how do we eliminate race-based hatred and violence in America and around the world? And uh, today, Z, I want to kind of kick off with this question we were talking about a little bit before the show. How do we how do we start the process of moving beyond? So right now we see what I see is a situation in America specifically where, okay, this COVID thing came along. And it put some it, it put some constraints and restrictions on people. It asked people to do some things that aren't normal. Uh, yes, there's a lot of death going on. And yes, that created a whole bunch of anti-government, anti-science backlash. We've seen conspiracy theory films. We've seen uh, people running around wearing masks with holes cut out so they can breathe. We're seeing all of this stuff. So we've got this health crisis going on in America. And, uh, you know, another episode, folks, but I don't think we did a great job on that so far. However, then in the midst of all of that, we have the George Floyd incident. And George, the George, to me, George Floyd, this incident was kind of the slap in the face when you're down and we've seen pictures of this so many times uh, of black men on the ground being kicked and and clubbed and tased and beaten and it almost you know thank god i've never felt that and and this whole thing it kind of all of a sudden here it came and it sort of felt like man the universe the spirit was just slapping us silly and now we add on top of that that there's no question we're feeling an economic backlash from this and it's a possibility we're going to have to close businesses and, or, and states again. 
all of this thing keeps going. And on top of it all, it feels like the leadership in Washington could give to uh, shit. It, it feels like they there's nothing going on there but me, 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 and what's good for me and mine, and the heck with all of the rest of you. So I know there's a lot there wrapped up all in one, and I know we only have a half an hour here, folks, but I, I'd really love to dig in a bit and hear from you, Zeke. How can we begin the process or continue the process of moving beyond all of this? Woo, yeah, that that is most definitely a mouthful um, and, and, and a brain full at the same time. But I think, you know, I, I think that's a good uh, uh, jumping off place to really looking at at what we have to look forward to. I mean, you know, I think I think just you know, briefly what happened, you know, we had this COVID thing. And so people had a lot of time to themselves and they, they were able to go within whether they intended to or not. And, 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 and their true selves popped up, whether it was known or unknown. Right. Uh, uh, and, and so, and so if you had any anxieties, any hangups, any tendencies or anything uh, you either, saw them come to light and you tried to deal with them or they came to light and you let them run rampant or acknowledge them and say, that's the way I'm going. Yeah. On top of that, then you had the economic piece that took it another level. First, you were concerned about your health. Then the economic piece kicked in and you became concerned about your well-being from an economic standpoint. So that put more pressure on it. And then you have the whole, so now if you have any implicit biases, uh, they're going to start coming out, right? Because right. Part, of the, part of the whole spiritual perspective is we have to take ownership of our own stuff, right? And, and if we found those things out by being locked down for a couple of months, three months, now all that stuff is up for you. How are you going to deal? You got to find an outlet. And so now we start pointing fingers. And then right at the point where that was about to boil over, I think we had the George Floyd uh, situation. We had the Amy Cooper situation. All these situations where race and, and privilege and all those things popped up, which was the, was the amber to light the flame. And then when that happened, then you had the Black Lives Matters kick in and, and, and the ally movement kick in. And, and then as a result of that, it's, it really got complicated. Then you had to defund the police come in, the whole, looking at the whole inequalities and implicit bias there as well. Right. And so we created this, uh, or, or exposed, uh, we didn't create it, we, the, the situation exposed, I would say, this thing that allowed all of this tension to happen and then to ice it on the cake is a political leadership that's currently seems to be at odds with trying to heal or, or look at this as a country states that make up a country where we're unified. And so all of that to set the backdrop to say, we have to begin to reeducate number one. I mean, especially from a racial standpoint, the racial history and the history of this country has never been told equitably 
So that needs to change because when we look at, especially if we're looking at race issues, the racial issues of, of the African-Americans and other minorities, but specifically African-Americans, in the Constitution itself, it says three-fifths of man. African-Americans were bought here in chattel slavery like they were a cow or sheep or anything like that. So, so over 400 years, that has skewed the mindset, whether you want to admit it or whether it's conscious or unconscious, same thing there. Then you have a COVID virus and the administration appears not to respect the science. We were at a good point. Now this thing is boiling over again. So we have to begin to look at principle. And I think principle gets played out mainly, or not mainly, but but really well in nature and how it resolves things and how it how it deals with adversity and how it deals with equanimity and equality. And I think that's a good starting point is going to principle that says, we live in harmony. And if we break that harmony, the whole fabric of the thing starts going down. And, 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 and Dr. King said it like this. He says, we may have come, come over here in different ships, but we're all in the same boat now. And if this boat goes down, we're all going to drown. Yeah, and I don't know if I answered the question, but I, I mean that was that was a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I agree with you, right? We we're all in this experience that's happening, and I've been talking about it from the perspective of there's so much coming up to be healed. Yes. Recently, I started. If uh, anybody out there is following my personal Facebook, you know that. Uh, it's been real easy to out the racists lately because they're doing the work for us. They're all showing up. They're all showing themselves and we don't have to publicly shame them. We just get to share their video. And sometimes they make them themselves. And, uh, and, but what it kind of strikes me is the thing I keep seeing again and again. Okay. So this is happening. This conversation's happening. All of this is bubbling up so that we can heal this. And uh, I personally won't use the term Karen. I, I, it just as bad as what you're what you've been called in your life. Yes, just as bad. And because using that term really dismisses the experience that these folks are having. And let's. Many of these folks, they know they're racist, and some don't. And everybody's being called to a greater experience of this, this principle of harmony, and that means these things have to be called out so they can be healed. They have to be seen. First step, first step of anything, right, is admitting you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, if a, bunch of, if a bunch of people start marching down the street in front of your house, whether you're in a private neighborhood or not, harmony is not pulling out and brandishing weapons. Right. So there's a fear here. There's a confusion here. I'm not saying it's right because we need to eliminate this from our culture, or my opinion. We need to eliminate race-based hatred and violence and racism completely from our culture. It's still going to be a long road. So we've got all these people out here. We know that harmony is our natural state. 
so many feel they it would appear have been led astray as a white guy what can i do beyond calling folks out what can i and is that even helpful to call these folks out and say hey looky here here's another place where we need to pray because this crazy old white white racist here don't understand what's going on in the world today and thinks they can continue to get away with this stuff yeah that you know and and you know there's so many ways uh to i think to, to deal with that you know and 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 as we look at this whole idea uh of of principle right uh uh, of looking at principle on how to address certain things or how to move about in the world. Uh, and what, what, what pops into my mind is that a principle is an idea, it's a concept, it's a, it's a statement that, that points to a specific thing. For example, there is, there is the principle of electricity. However, from that principle of electricity, we can extract different laws to generate electricity. You can get hydroelectricity, thermal, solar, turbine. They all create electricity. They use the basic principle. They go about it a little different way, but the end result is they all produce electricity. And mm -hmm. I think as we begin to, to uh look at how we unravel this situation we find ourselves in, we have to begin to believe that uh, everyone has a place and everybody, we, we, one of the things that has got us into the situation now is that we've tried to make homogenized milk. We've tried to make everybody the same and put us in one pot and stir us up to be alike. That doesn't work. When we look at nature, that's not what nature is. We have birds, yes. There's a category of birds, but we got all kinds of birds, from hummingbirds to, to eagles, right? And they all do different things. Eagles eat, you know, carnivorous. Uh, hummingbirds are like bees. They're taking nectar. So, so we have to begin to look at life, I think, in that way. And everyone has to find their place with the underground, underlying, foundational principle being we have to have harmony understanding that we live in an ebb and flow and that there are going to be points where things flare up and so forth and so on, but those should not be the norm. Mm. Those should be, those should be the, the, the abnormal, if you will. And if we look at nature, what we find out when that happens is that is the changing of a new order. That is the evolutionary process that we live in. And when that thing gets chaotic, we're on the precipice of evolving into something else. And that's where we are now. And that's why we need the education and we need people to stand up. And like you said, if somebody want to out themselves as a, as a poison ivy bush, okay, fine. This guy speaking like this is a poison ivy. Don't touch it or you're going to be scratching all day long. <laughs> now that's the analogy, right? Because I've been in those conversations. I've been in those conversations where it's like, really? You really, you know, it just starts with a, man, I don't know. I can't understand that thinking. I cannot understand your thought process. Help me understand how you got to that point. And yeah, I'm itching and scratching and ready to rip. And just like, man, I want to go in there and fight all day long because of one little thing. Yeah. 
So stay out of the poison ivy, folks. Stay, yeah, stay out of the poison ivy. It make you itch. <laughs> Chances are that poison ivy most likely is a Russian troll anyway. So yes. it's Russian poison ivy, and it ain't here to try to see here. So here's the thing, right? I'm I've been judging so many of these conversations on is does this appear to be somebody that wants to move the conversation forward? Is this something that might move the needle? For me, for someone else, for somebody that's just watching the conversation, could it move that 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 the needle in this regard, um, or am I just peeing up a flagpole? Right. At that, right. And there's a lot of that going on out there right now, for sure. So. And and you know you know we we talked about this idea concept before, but I think. You know, each day as we continue to go through this, it becomes more and more relevant. And that is, what is mine to do? What's mine to do? Right. Because if people really want to live, I, I, I hate to use a military uh, example, but uh, it, it makes the point, I think. If we're, if we're in a combat situation, there are people who are on the front line and there are people who are supply clerks we don't want the supply clerks on the front line and we don't want the front line people as supply clerks because they're, they're two they have two different skill sets they have two different uh modus operandi they 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 they, they operate differently and so we have to begin and a better a better example would have been a symphony probably uh where each instrument and each section within the symphony woodwinds horns percussions have their own role. And if, and, and if the percussion start trying to be the woodwinds, we're going to have a real serious confusion situation. And so there are certain people who are steeped in economic stuff. There are certain people who are steeped in political or injustice or, or history. We have to allow those people to come up and support them when it's valid, when it's equitable, when it's honoring all things, speaking the truth, even though it might hurt. Right. But it's seeking that harmonious balance so people can't hide behind crap and say that's not true. Right. So here we right. This is great. See, we've got to listen to the people that have done the work, whether that's in science, whether that's in race relations, whether that's in, listen to the people that have been in the arena. I, I remember I, I've seen this meme a lot lately. Right. Gee, I don't know who to who to believe. The scientists that have doctorates and have been in this, or the guy that I graduated high school from that never actually went to college, right? right. So listen to qualified sources. Listen to people that you can trust. And I say, and I think we're both saying here, listen to people that are bringing more harmony into the conversation. I, I want to give a great example because now all and all, we're all guilty of this, right, folks? I've been... I was unconsciously, um, I, I shared earlier with Z that I've been having so much fun watching the out, the racists out themselves, right? And I've kind of been putting these little flippant posts out there, you know, hey, looky here, here's another racist. Hey, look, you know, here's today's episode of racists outing themselves and all that. And it didn't matter where I posted it. But when I post just that kind of snarky, gotcha type of comment, 
Well, the comments that would come back on those posts fed from that energy. And it wouldn't take more than a handful before all of a sudden there was name calling. And all of a sudden there's somebody going, well, wait a minute, why are you saying that? And now there's an argument going on within the comments that has nothing to do with the original post. And yesterday is when I started it. And uh, I forget which one, which video it was because there were a few yesterday, right? That there's like three or four every day come across my feed, more new, new ones. And what I did is I actually recognized that as a spiritual leader, as a man who believes in prayer and prayer-based living, this was this is the news that I'm here to pray about today. And and it isn't as much a public shaming of these people as it is a public cry for their healing, a public cry that they may awaken to the truth that so many of us already know that they may awaken to a greater experience of this harmony. And I'll tell you what came through was a whole different comment stream. Colleagues, friends, people that I don't know showed up and shared their, their expression of prayer or, or the call for prayer for these people. So, now, to me, that created more harmony. Yes. And it, yes. and it reminded me, I'm not against any of this. I am not against people expressing their First and Second Amendment rights. I am not against peaceful, people peacefully protesting in the streets. I am for, but, and that's where I've got to be. Here's another meme I found this, uh, that's been around, right? I'm, I am pro-Black Lives Matter. I am anti-looting and destruction. I am pro-cop, but I am anti-police brutality. I am pro-right to protest. I am against anti-attacking innocent people. I am anti-racist. What do you want to be in the world? What are you bringing forward? A world of harmony, which has been our principle of the day, or as Michael Beckwith's been saying lately, am I in the way? Yeah. Or am I a hindrance? Yeah. Am I blocking the divine flow? Yeah. And getting in the way of it all. There's 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 a saying that says you either in you either on the way or you in the way. <laughs> and 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 we have right now we have a lot of people in the way because they're talking, you know. I think it was 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 a stroke of the divine, if you will, to bring all of this stuff up at one time. I mean, it it, it really reminds me of of some biblical or some some ancient plague story where all these things happen at once. You know, it's like the locusts and the and the rivers and all at once. Because what it allows us to do is we have to wake up. We got we got to be aware. But then once we, we know that we're in the situation, we have to begin to say, how are we going to move forward? Things have not been done correctly. People have been brutalized. People have been marginalized. Uh, people have ignored science and, 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 and signs and symbols. And I mean, we could go on and on with that. But the question becomes, 
What is ours to do and how are we going to respond to make things better? We know we can't go on the way we are now. Right. I mean, if we if we continue to move, we, we can in our mind envisions the catastrophe that will happen if we can't deal with the virus and there is no justice and 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 the economy continues to spiral and the political leaders are, are not responsive to the whole of the community, then we're going to be down a bad space. But if we acknowledge that and say, yes, OK, these things have happened. They are here right now. How do we get beyond it? We have to educate. We have to be in the way and not on the way. We got to start talking more. We got to start re uh, uh, removing information and educational things that does not give a complete picture because we won't be able to have a complete and harmonious solution to how to get out of this thing. Right. The harmony the harmony requires us to to find a way to understand from the other person's perspective. Yes. As you've been, as you've been sharing, I was struck by the idea that if all I do is say, hey, look, there's a racist, shut up, get out of the way, and I push them to the side, well, they're still there. Yes. They don't go anywhere. They're going to be standing right there the next time somebody walks down that street. They're going to be there the next time there's a protest. They're going to be right there unless we take the time to, to listen. And now I don't say, you know, I'm not saying go out and try to, pretend you're a racist for a week to feel, see what it feels like. Right. Uh, but what I'm saying is be with people. Now, if you've been with somebody, if you've had this conversation several times with someone and they're still doing the same old behavior, well then maybe a shut up, get out of the way is an, is an okay expression. Right? <laughs> yes. The people I ever say shut up to are my kids because we've got a long enough relationship. Uh, but it, anybody else, Hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What 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 creates what creates that belief system? Help me understand what's going on for you, so I can help you see that more than likely the pain you are feeling, the discomfort you are feeling, is something that black people have had to live with from the day they recognized that they were black. And as white folk. That ain't, we got it. We come on, folks. We should know by now. There's no way we can understand the black experience in America. No matter how many books I've read, no matter how many rallies I've attended, no matter how many of these conversations I've had, I'm going to continue to learn because I can't imagine what it's been like, what it would be like to be 53 and have lived 50 some odd years with the belief patterns, with the systems, with the oppression. I thought of it yesterday. I, I was out on a bike ride and had a little mechanical error, had to wait for somebody to come pick me up. I'm standing on the side of a major four-lane road, and I'm just standing there flipping through my phone, and I look up, and, you know, a cop's going by at about 50, 55, 60 miles an hour and didn't even look twice. I'm sure he saw me. I would have trust that he saw me. That's their job. But he didn't stop to talk to me. And I can only believe it's because I'm a white guy standing out there. And in Colorado, a white guy standing on the side of the road in a bicycle helmet isn't a threat. But, I, but I'm no longer confident 
I used to be confident that that was the same for my black brothers and sisters, that if they weren't doing anything, if they were, if they were staying, you know, if they, here's another great meme, right? Don't do what's illegal. You won't have a problem with the cops if you don't, that ain't true. Yeah. My yeah. friends, I have friends that you've had, I'm sure you have as well, Elsie, that have uh, simply because they are who they are. So we're, uh, and we're going to see, and we're changing that, right, folks? That's yeah. part of what these conversations are about. We're, we want to have the dialogue to, that will inform, inspire, and help people take a look at this whole experience and this whole situation from a, through a different lens. So we're kind of about running out of time here today. If you've been with us, I, I thank you. I want you to know that we love you. We appreciate you listening in. Uh, this is Ministers Talking Shit. Today is episode number 12. So there's a, a 11 episodes on the podcast page. We're going to make sure that uh, that all the links you need, that the things we've talked about are in the show notes from the podcast page. If you're watching this live, uh, I want people to know uh, this podcast started as just that. We're ex exploring and expanding and experimenting and decided today to take the conversation live. We'll make the recording available as our normal weekly episode, but we do this every week. And our intention is to either have a conversation like this every Friday or be releasing a, a pre-recorded podcast every Friday. But uh, I want you to know this is all made possible by the New Thought Media Network, the most positively inspiring media network on the planet. And again, we appreciate you being with us today. So, Z, I'm, I'm sorry we don't have another hour. Uh, however... We've got uh, plenty of time in front of us, and I look forward to continuing this with you again next week. Yes, sir. And, and, and as we move out, let's move out with the intention to increase our knowledge, increase harmony, and know that all things are possible when we come from the point of principle. Yeah. Say that again, please. All things are possible when we come from the point of principle. Yes. And today... We'd like you to remember, and this week, uh, let's focus in on the principle of harmony. Amen. Until next time, folks, peace and blessings. I'm Rev Briz. And I'm Rev Z. Wishing you a great day. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about and if you found value here please share our with your friends until next time peace and blessings